Mark, I understand some weather coming in. We got some changes to the high school schedule. What's the latest you can update us on your coverage area about what might be changing here? Well, um, I know uh, at least two: uh, Washington Academy and, and uh, Ellsworth. Uh, they, they're going to be playing tonight. They, they were scheduled to play tomorrow night. And obviously, one that you probably know about: uh, Edward Little coming up to Bangor, playing tonight also in a uh, one versus two matchup. Uh, I think that's a little bit earlier too. I think that's at six o'clock tonight uh, over there at Redberry Gymnasium. And uh, so that's all for here. I know Madison and Winthrop, who is technically in the south, but Madison not too far from here. I know they're playing tonight also. So uh, a few changes to uh, schools being smart, beat, trying to beat the weather. Yeah, I know you probably watched the uh, NFL wildcard games this weekend. I was disappointed with the quality of the games. It was boring. It was uncreative football. There were some close games, but I didn't – I, I wasn't that impressed with any of the wildcard teams, but the Chargers would now play the Patriots. Your thoughts on that matchup right now, initially here? Well, I think I think out of the teams they could play, uh, talent-wise, it's probably the worst matchup. But one, one thing, obviously, the Patriots, a couple of things the Patriots obviously have going for them. I mean, they got to travel three time zones twice, you know, twice in a week. Um, that is not going to be easy. The weather will be a factor. But, but the Chargers are well, the only only road loss came to the Rams. So any, every time they've had to get on a plane, they've won this year. Yeah. So I, you know that that's. Uh, I don't think they're going to be worried about the road. The weather might be a factor. It's going to be obviously cold. It's New England's January. Why wouldn't it be right? But uh, but <laughs> I, I just I think this is definitely the worst matchup for them. I mean, the Patriots play well. They're going to win. But you know, I guess the confidence isn't as high as past years. It should be though. They still have the best quarterback and you know the best coach in the league. But um, you know, I, I think it's going to be tough, and they're going to have to play their A game. I mean, they have to play better than they were there before those last two weeks. He's, yeah, he's Mark Cowden, EasternMainSports.com. Follow them on Twitter, EasternMESports. You can also follow Mark himself on Twitter at Mark with a C, Mark Cowden on Twitter. Um, what do you got going on on EasternMainSports.com coming up this week? Well, we got some. Uh, we're going to have some uh, games. Uh, you know, as you know, we we kind of partnered up with WHOU, kind of kind of um, doing games for them this year. We got, we got a busy schedule. Hopefully, I mean, right. Uh, we we start off. Uh, we don't have one in the next two nights, so that's uh, that might be good because tomorrow looks like it might be a washout, maybe. But uh, Wednesday we have one scheduled Central a girls game, a big Class D girls game, Mad Not Cook in uh, Central. But Wednesday was at least it was questionable up here. I don't know how it looks down there, but it, it doesn't look great up here. Then we got a double head of Thursday. I kind of felt. North uh, Class D.C. matchup uh, with uh, Valley coming to Guilford to play PCHS. Um, should be two interesting games there. Uh, the boys game should be really high scoring. If anybody wants to, if anybody wants to see offense, they should tune into that one there. And then, uh, then Saturday we got Dexter and Central girls, and two, you know Dexter, one of the better teams in Class D, and Central looking to uh, pull off an upset there. So uh, busy, busy. Um, you know, Chris is uh, doing a good job keeping up with the uh, college stuff. A lot of stuff with Huston on there. Uh, the Huston swept. They actually played two games. Uh, the women and the men played played at Presque Isle. It's kind of rare for basketball, but they played Friday and Saturday up there. Um, both teams. So um, they, you know, they got a lot of stuff coming up. And obviously, you, the U main stuff. Uh, the women's uh, team's off to a good start in conference play. The men's men team gave UMBC all they could handle in their their conference opener Saturday too. Yeah. Well, um, I know I know Chris covered that game, but I mean. Obviously, UMaine basketball, uh, maybe a little overshadowed by the season the football team had, but what are your thoughts on what you've seen maybe, um, you know, based on the reporting you guys have done there on what their, their prospects are, men and women perhaps? Well, the women, I, you know, I think they're the favorite in the conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from everything I hear, hear and I've seen, I mean, they, they should be as good as they were last year. And, uh, 
um, you know, they, they pick to win the conference, and, and hopefully they play up to their capabilities. And they do that, they're off to a good start, two and The men, they're uh, uh, Richard Barron has them going in the right direction. Uh, they, you know, obviously their record is not great right now, but it's not expected to be great this year. But they're going to keep improving, and you know, it's going to take time. Just remember his first first year with the Humane Woman. That was, it wasn't good, but he had them going in the right direction. He, he's going to have this program going. In. They, have, they have the right guy for the job there. Going back to the NFL a little bit. Uh, I saw you tweeting or retweeting some stuff about, you know, that poor kicker for the Bears, yeah. <laughs> Cody Parkey. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I cannot more, imagine a more painful way to lose a game than have your first kick go through, and there was a timeout, and the next one hit the upright and the crossbar. I mean, what was your reaction watching that game? Uh, can you believe he hit, hit that at that stadium? He hit that five times this year. What, what yeah. But, but uh, you know, I, uh, I just think, I don't know what it was to think. I mean, it's just. I mean, he he did kick three field goals that game. They probably wouldn't even been that close if he didn't didn't hit those field goals. It did get possibly blocked. I mean, so we got to give some credit to the Eagles too, which uh, you know I guess um, you know after reviewing it, and then one guy for the Eagles said he touched it. So um, you know, I, you know, got to give some credit to them. I um, you know I only can feel bad to him to a point. I mean, it, you know, I, I know it's not about the money, but you know, if I have a bad day at work, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna be uh, you know. I'm not going to be going home with eight million a year for you know my bad day at work. I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, he, I, I do feel bad because people are acting like fools on online, you know, threatening them and stuff. That's way over the top. And you know, in the in the big scheme of things, it's a game. And uh, you know, he he missed a kick, which he feels that as just as bad as everybody else does talking about him. You know, and, and it's, uh, <laughs> it's 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 unfortunate for him, and it's an awful way to end the game and end the season. But. Um, you know, they they wouldn't have been in that game if he didn't kick those three other field goals. Mike, what were your impressions of the other games? Any anything that stood out to you? Um, I think the Cowboys defensively um, going to be tough. I, I mean, I think you know, obviously, get to the playoffs, the defense seems to matter more, and uh, they have a good defense. I I think the um, I'm probably the only one who thinks this, but the Eagles are going to give the Saints all they can handle. I I think this I think they're going to come out rusty. I mean, Brady didn't even play the last game, so it's that two full weeks off. Um, if you remember when the Colts used to do this with Manning, they they used to get upset quite a bit. Or at least absolutely, that's true. Yeah. Close games in the first playoff game, and um, I I, don't, I didn't agree with him not playing at all that last week just because they get too because they had the bye, you know. And uh, um, the Saints are the better team; they should win. But I just think the Eagles are going to give them all they can handle. Um, as for the other matchup, I think the Colts. Uh, I'm going to pick the Colts to beat the beat the Chiefs too. Um, but I. Also, I wouldn't be surprised. If, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, there's two conference championship games in LA. That's the worst football city in America. It gets two home playoff games for the conference championships. You know, for the Chargers and the Rams. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> well, I, it'd be kind of hard for the Chargers. I think there was no, a, no, the no not if the Colts win. Oh, if the Colts win, five versus six. Oh no! Wow, that yeah, would be no, something else, wouldn't it? Oh, I, yeah, I don't want to see that happening at all. Twenty thousand. Right. <laughs> can can you imagine? Yeah, jeez. Were were the wild card results surprising to you? Because I picked every game incorrectly. I literally picked every game wrong. I don't know. <laughs> no, I was one and three. I was two and two. I was two, two and two. two. I picked the uh, I picked the uh, Cowboys to win, and uh, okay, and then I picked uh, picked one other one. Right. I, uh, trying to think who won. Uh, the, the game yesterday, the first game, I picked the I picked the Chargers to beat the Raiders. Okay. But yeah. yeah. So, uh, but but yeah. I, so, I, you know, I actually expect the Cowboys to win by more. <laughs> actually, I, I 
being at home and stuff. But, you know, Seahawks a tough matchup. And, hey, I'm glad I didn't pick the Cowboys minus two and a half, though. <laughs> no kidding. He, he talked about that already. What a bad beat for people who did that, although they deserve it, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, but it did come to get hurt. Obviously, cost, cost them that one because they, they went for two every time. You know? <laughs> but, uh, no, so I, I thought I actually thought the Cowboys would win, but more. I, I, I do think I think the Rams will beat the Cowboys, but that can't. You know, kind of like the Bears, I thought the Bears were going to make a nice run because of the defense. Obviously, the offense didn't do enough, but. I mean, the Cowboys have that potential, too. I am going to pick the Rams in that one. But, um, you know, I think all four could be interesting this weekend. If you notice, the Patriots are favored by the least. So Vegas thinks the Patriots game is going to be the closest of all. Could be. You know, Mark, I, we were talking uh, earlier in the show, the first half hour. I I thought all the offenses turned so conservative in this wildcard weekend. I mean, I know the defenses are better when you get in the playoffs, but, wow, there was no – imagination at all no nothing i just think they ran the ball straight ahead and and yeah. dropped back I, there was nothing i i was disappointed in that it's kind of odd when you think about it because it's kind of turned into an offensive league and it was basically dominated by the defenses all weekend <laughs> and, and and it was so it's kind of kind of odd i mean and then you had the rookie quarterbacks just didn't show up in in baltimore and houston especially right. and, and and it just you know they they kind of Late egg. I mean, I was honestly rooting for the Ravens because I didn't think that guy was going to, you know, at least the Chargers have a chance. You know, the Chargers, I don't think the Ravens with that quarterback had a chance against Belichick and Patriots. I, you know, I, I just I just think they would have came in and done what they did most of the game yesterday until the end. So, uh, yeah, you're right. The offensive football, which has been kind of prominent all year, didn't really show up this week. And I think it will more this week with, with you know, Kansas City and the Patriots and Saints and Rams all in action. I think it will a little bit, but... Um, still, they say defense wins championships. So, um, I mean, that's again, that's why kind of Cowboys and even the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles on horrible defense. Well, yeah, the Saints not either. But I just think they're going to be rusty. The uh, yeah, because you get to this time of the year, you never know what's going to happen. I, I'm concerned, uh, at least for the Rams. Goff, the last two weeks of the season, really the last three weeks of the season, looks like he lost his way. He he yeah, just didn't. I, I, yeah, I think it started with the Eagles game when the Eagles went out there. I don't know if it was a Sunday night or Monday night, but they—they, they, I think it was a Sunday night. They—they they went out there and beat them and kind of, you know, started struggling late in that game. And then, yeah, yeah, you're right. He has, and could be another case where the young quarterback kind of sees the bright lights come playoff time and, and doesn't come through. So, you know, that—that's a chance and chance they take there. And uh, um, yeah, I, I and, and and they're playing a solid defense, obviously in the Cowboys. Think about how it's gone though. Uh, Halfway through the season, there was a, anybody that thought that Jason Garrett would be back at the end of the season, you know, when it ended, or or the same thing with the Ravens coach. I mean, and all of a sudden, they go on a little bit of a streak, and I, I would yeah. say Jason Garrett's a toast of uh, Dallas right now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I got into this, they actually want to play on team. You know, that doesn't happen a lot in, in uh, recent memory, but, uh, you know, so they – uh, good win there, and he has a. As for Harbaugh, I agree with you, and great job getting him there. But uh, you know, see on Twitter everywhere yesterday, uh, why are they sticking with Jackson? And I kind yeah. of agree with that. I, I, I you know, but uh, I, mean, I don't know. Um, Jackson did pick it up there late in the game. They almost had an improbable comeback. But um, you know, I I just think Flacco's experience. Sometimes you kind of need that when you get to this point in the season. Yeah, and you know, I, I, we we talked about that also early. Uh, I think those quarterbacks that come out that are they are runners first, you know, that's what their excitement is. 
and their pastor is second, I think that works most of the time. Uh, it won't work over four or five seasons because they're going to get beat up. But when you get to this time of the year, you've you got to be able to throw the ball. The, the, yeah. the, the rules are made for throwing the ball. Uh, they don't even – nobody has a clue what pass interference is anymore. Sometimes they let them strip the guy naked, and the next time you can't <laughs> touch him. So, but, but they needed – you need a pocket passer when you get to that. Now, if they can run like Prescott, fine. And that yeah. never hurts you any. But those two guys, they, they were overwhelmed. They don't throw the ball well enough to win those those kind of playoff games. Yeah, and I think uh, with Baltimore, I think, you know, he came in the regular season, got, got into the playoffs. I think it, it was a new thing, you know, the teams were seeing, and they, they weren't really prepared for it. Once you get to this point, uh, teams start for whatever, seven games, seven games during the regular season. Teams are going to be prepared for it. And you're right, long term, that isn't going to work. I mean, <laughs> you know, that, that's good. Getting win you a lot of regular season games the first year or two, and uh, long term we've seen it with other quarterbacks that that's not going to work. Mark Howden from Eastern Maine Sports. Check him out online, easternmainsports.com. Follow them on Twitter, Eastern M-E Sports. Also follow Mark on Twitter at Mark Cowden, Mark with a C. And um, Mark, you know, high school basketball, high school hockey, what are you most looking forward to this upcoming month and two months leading into the tournament here in terms of uh, what – in your coverage area, what storylines are you really tracking that are going to be appearing over and over, you think? Well, I think, you know, obviously we've got, what, five, six weeks, six weeks till the tournament yeah. in basketball. I really think it's going to be a more balanced than ever before. I think really the only, like, well, obviously in Bangalore, cover the BCD tournament all week in February. I'm not so much with the A's because they're you know not up there. I mean, we do follow and cover it, but right. as for the as for what we'll be covering in in Bangor for the tournament, I really think the only only one that has a clear favorite and, and they still could be beaten, obviously, is, is Herman the boys. Um, you know, B B boys. I think that Herman's the favorite, but you still got like six seven teams that wouldn't be shocked if they pulled off of upset. I mean, Oceanside played with Herman um, at Oceanside. That seems to be the only team that really played with him so far. But, um, you know, so Herman's a clear favorite in B-Boys, but you look at B-Girls, you got three 8-0 teams plus, uh, plus Winslow 6-2 who won it last year and has everybody back. So that, you know, that, that could go to a bunch, bunch of teams. And, uh, you know, MDI, MDI girls and Herman girls play twice in 12 days coming up. So that's big. And, I mean, C-Girls, I mean, Dexter's the, Dexter was a runner-up and then the favorite, but you got Pankwitz, Penobscot Valley, uh, Holton, uh, Stearns, Stearns. You got a bunch of teams there that Callis. I didn't even mention Callis. Callis undefeated, and you know that that could could beat Dexter, and that, so that's up in the end. Class C boys. I saw a big game last week. Madonna could beat Dexter. They were the only two undefeated teams in C. Mm. Um, that was like a playoff atmosphere. That was the best game I broadcast so far this year. So um, you know, and that that's wide open too. You got. I mean, I think Holton. Uh, talent-wise, probably has the most talent in Class C boys. I mean, you got teams there with only one loss, and like George Stevens, seven and one. Their only loss was to Class B Ellsworth. Holmes only lost to Class B Caribou. Um, Dexter's good. Manitoba obviously is good. Central Rustic. I mean, that Class C is loaded. And um, D girls. I mean, I think uh, Southern Rustic's probably the favorite, but D.R. Stonesons is undefeated too. And uh, D boys is wide open with Jones Fort Beals and Woodland and a few others. So. It's, it's going to be fun just because there's so many teams that have a chance this year. And a lot of years, you know, you got a favorite where, you know, if they get upset, it would be pretty pretty surprising, you know. And, and you know, it, it does happen once in a while, but it's very rare. But this year, I think B-Boy is really the only one where that would be a huge upset. All right, Mark Cowden, Eastern Maine Sports. Thanks so much for joining us, as you do every Monday at 1130 
on a B-List Daily on the new 105.5 Sports. Thanks again. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Take care, Mike.